Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shitim and Zhang show. Uh, it is episode 25. On this episode, we will be talking about the NBA playoffs as they shift into round three and uh, the NHL playoffs currently in the round three. But as always, this episode is brought to you by Hot Street Fantasy, the best in-play fantasy app on the market. Pick two or three players in the NBA while you're watching your favorite teams and watch them make you some money. Hot Streak is matching your initial deposit as a bonus. So get Hot Streak Fantasy out now. As you know, we love the app. Uh, very easy yeah. and simple for new viewers or anything like that. If you bet on an M- NBA player, a certain like random stat, you know, rebounds or points, if if they're going to get points in a certain amount of minutes or whatever, there's different bets you can do. So make money quick and bet on your favorite players. Um, so, yeah, we have a busy episode, but as always, roll it. Welcome back to the Shtib and Zang Show, episode 25. Uh, Eric, it is another week, uh, an episode filled with NBA and NHL, uh, as we are going to talk about the third round of both respective leagues. So, Eric, um, by the way, for those wondering, we haven't talked about the playoff fantasy pool that we had, that you're oh, yeah. Eric and I'm in, and you're not doing so well. But good news on my part. Your boy's number one. He's number one. He's holding on number one right now. So things are looking good. Got the six Tampa boys just killing it right now. And uh, yeah, hopefully it's smooth sailing into the Stanley Cup finals. But let's uh, stop talking about hockey and jump into the NBA, Eric, where we have four teams left. Four teams. That's all that remains. We got the Hawks versus Milwaukee and the Clippers versus Suns, Eric. So we'll give our predictions on those series. But before that, Eric, um, big Utah Jazz fan, as you pe- people might know. Oh, we have to big, go through there, yeah? Yeah, we have to talk Utah. about that. Yeah, big okay. Utah fan. Eric, I know you don't want to talk about it, but some people just want to know what like, what happened, man. What happened in the series? No Kawhi, just Paul George. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't Watch the games. Kawhi, Kawhi played a couple games, okay? He played don't, a couple games. We beat them when Kawhi played, by the way. Yeah. But, uh, but what was the record when he left? Wasn't it tied? I think it was 2-2. Yeah, it was 2-2, 2-2, and then he got injured. So then people were kind of like, well, it's over for the Clippers, right? Kawhi's their best player. Uh, so Utah's got this in the bag. But what was the series they lost in uh, six, seven? Game six, yeah. Yeah, game six, Eric. They lose two in a row. What happened? Donovan well, we, lost, we, we lost four in a row. <laughs> oh, yeah, you lost four. Yeah, it's true. You went up two nothing. You lost four in a row, Eric. So obviously you lost two in a row. Then Kawhi comes back. Or Kawhi leaves. He's injured. Didn't seem like it really sparked the Jazz. What happened? Okay, so, well, first of all, what happened was we're up to nothing. We played really well the first two games. Um, like the first game, we didn't start off well, but then we started shooting really well. Second game, we had a really good game. And third game comes. We don't play bad. They just beat us. Fourth game, they beat us. Like, it, it wasn't like a blow. It was pretty close games. Then Kawhi leaves. And then Kawhi leaves. And then I'm like, game, game five. five. We, we get game five. We're winning this series. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way we're losing three in a row. PG pops off like they go Playoff PG Clippers go off. Don Mitchell's not himself. He's not clutching up like he used to. And then we, we lose this game. Our shooting wasn't that effective. And then I'm like, okay, okay. We need game game six is ours. It's going to game seven. Back to Utah. We're winning. Game six, we have a 25 point lead. I was like, okay, we're good. We're good. We're set. We're going to game seven. We blow it. We get we get beaten by like 10. Game's over. PG goes off. Reggie Jackson goes off. I don't even know what the fuck happened. I I was so depressed. Yo, you don't want to. Oh my. So, 
This is a few years now in a row. Utah has trouble coming out of the whoa. second round. Whoa, that's, whoa. That's not an overstate. Well, uh, this, is a, uh, this is a first year that we were, like, don't forget, we were still underdogs. Like, pe- more, most people, I think, had uh, Clippers winning, so we are still underdogs. Mm-hmm. And this was the first season that we were actually, like, really, like, contenders, contenders, and had odds to win the, t- the whole thing. This, this was the first year. So, obviously, second round is tough, but Clippers are a really good team, and uh, we should have won, to be honest, but uh, we choked. Yeah. Well, I did say earlier in the episode when Utah was first seed, they were going to face um, – who they face first round? Memphis. Yeah, they faced Memphis, and then you said we're winning it, whatever. I said watch out for the second round because Utah has trouble in the second round, and there's been there's a track record going on right now of them. Uh, Not really. We just like we we played last so, year. So many, we, we no last year we lost in the first round. Oh, like, the first round. We lost to Houston a couple of times. We lost to Golden State. Like Golden State. the second second round. It doesn't really. Like, so it begs the question: Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, good duo, defensive player of the year, right? And Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, the Spider, mm. those two all stars. However, Eric, they lose Kawhi, and those two aren't able to get it done. So is there something missing to this starting lineup? Do the Utah Jazz need a third star to win pretty much? Because it seems like if they can't beat playoff Paul George and the Clippers, how are they going to do next year when they have to face, I don't know, the Lakers if they bounce back, Golden State if they bounce back, you know? To be well, honest, I, this team I, needs something, no? Not, not really, because if don't forget, Mike Conley only played one game the entire series. He, he, he only came for game six, and we, we had a 25-point lead. I don't know what happened there, but Mike Conley is our third best. He's our third all-star, man. So – yeah. Rudy Gobert, he, he had a tough. I mean, this guy's not really a playoff performer. No, well, he, he is. He just had like he, just because there's highlights against him, so it look it makes him look bad. But to be honest, I just don't think anytime this guy pops, you know, he's not a he's a center. You know he's defensively, but yeah, yeah. Well, anytime he's anytime he's on, our, our our team play well, except Game Six and Game Five. Like we didn't play that well, but our team we can win the championship with this team alone. We have every single thing need to. All we need to do is know. get Pat. But you don't understand. Don Mitchell is like, yes, I know Don Mitchell, year. but but Rudy Gobert is a superstar. Uh, um, he's great defensively. Don't get me wrong; he's one of the best defenders in the league. But superstar as a center, I'm classifying as like you know he's the third best center. The paint, but he's he's unanimous third best center yeah, in the league. Playoffs, it's, it it's like you rely so much on Donovan in the playoffs, and it's like Rudy can't win. Like he's not built to to carry a team, you know. He's not well, that's why that's that. why he's not the best player. So, yeah, he's not the best player a, for as, sure. As a, but if Donovan's not clicking, they're not going to rely on Rudy. Well, that's you know? bro. That's our team, the problem. Our, look, I'm telling you, our team's deep enough. We 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 lost. Okay, it doesn't matter. On to next season, but our team is good enough. I, I don't think we need too many changes. We just have to re-sign Mike Conley. Rudy Gobert's a super, like Mike Conley. If he plays like how he did in the regular season, we'll be fine. Even the playoffs, he played really well. I don't know. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Actually. We have jo- we have Jordan Clarkson, who's really good. Royce O'Neal, Joe Ingles, like we well, we Joe don't really we, getting younger. We have Boyan Bogdan. Like we don't have to change anything, man. I'm telling you, next year we're coming. We're winning the old bro. Just trust. Okay, trust well, listen. I know you're a fan, but I haven't seen the Utah Instagram page like I normally like to do. Is go to Instagram fan bases, see what the fans think. I don't know what the Utah fans are saying right now because I'm pretty sure Eric. I don't know how like you're like. Oh, we lost on next one. You guys lost four in a row. Four in a row in a playoff series. That's bad. That should like oh. aggravate fans. Like change, you know, like change is needed. No, 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 no one's pissed. No one's pissed. We knew we didn't have Mike Conley. We knew, but still, Clip, you it, can it, beat Paul George and the Clippers. 
no, we we should have won. We should have won. Yes. But and that's the problem. That's the the should have is fine. The it's fine. It's fine. Bro, this is your Montreal. You're a Montreal, bro. You're overreacting, bro. I I'm not even stressed. I was sad. I'm not even stressing. Like I'm good for next year. I Jazz fans are ready for next year. Like we're not pissed against. We know our team try. Like. We'll, we'll like we don't have to change any pieces. We're ready to go. Like I'm going with the squad. I, I will see next year. I don't. I don't buy it. That's what I'm. With. I don't buy the Utah Jazz. They're not. They're pretenders, in my opinion. When it comes to the playoff time, they're not contenders. They're the first seed, and they they just they lost four in a row. So obviously, first seeds don't do that. Well, that I mean, that for, happens a lot. That happens more than you think. A lot of first seeds actually. Um, sure. Like, first seed doesn't. But four in a row, like they don't like. I mean, when's the last time my first seed got swept? A long time ago. You know, cool. we it's didn't get swept. No, we, I know you we, didn't get you got reverse swept. Don't forget, this happened to Milwaukee. Uh, the, yes, it did. Happen, uh, uh, was that the year Miami came back? And was, no, was no against Raptors. Oh, they, they were up to nothing. Yes, and Raptors came back. And yeah, uh, exactly. They won four in a row. So. Milwaukee was one of the best teams in the league at that point. So I don't know. I yeah, but Toronto was a better team. Toronto was way better than the Utah guys. That team, yes. Pascal Siakam was on fire. Oh. You got Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Fleet. That team was way better. Way more scores. They were bigger on the board. They had Gas- Gasol, Serge Ibaka. They were a better team. But yeah. uh, yes, they were better than the Utah guys. No, no. For sure. We just had a bad... No, I'm telling you, if we had Conley the entire season, we this would have been easy peasy. Yeah. If, if... I don't know what happened. Like, shit happens. We got unlucky, but like, all we, if we had that game six, we were going to trust. Do we, if, hey, listen, we, if we had that game six, we would have won. I'm glad you're taking it nicely because there's definitely Utah fans out Man. there freaking no. out. Oh, well, yeah. There be, is, be, you don't know the be, Utah, like Utah actual fans that live in Utah. They're probably pissed as fuck. Well, I, I, I follow a couple of Utah accounts. Like, people are like proud of our team. We're pretty pissed, but it's just obviously, <laughs> I think I'm the only Utah fan you know in Montreal. Of the, Jet, uh, the Winnipeg Jets. No, no, don't no. The, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just don't saying compare, no, 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 I'm not, no, no. I'm just no, saying Jets no. fans. Like, Jets no, fans will no. not hate on their Manitoba team. That's no, the smallest never. hockey market. They're not going to hate on them. They're going to be like, we love the boys. They're from Manitoba. We, we, no, we don't. We're not even close to the Jets. Not I'm even saying cl- you're the Jets. I'm saying the fan base. Like, I went on Winnipeg's Instagram. It's like, better luck next year, boys. Like, the defense, like, they knew that. They were not winning the cup. Maybe didn't think they were going to get swept, but like they were, you know, optimistic next year. We're more like the Colorado Avalanche. That's what we are. No, we're the Colorado maybe. Avalanche. You guys do. No, but Col- I don't know. I don't think Utah's ever going to get another first seed like next year and the year after. Because Golden no, I'm State, telling and, you, man. I'm telling you, Golden State next year, fully healthy, is winning the West. Golden State's coming out of the West. Anyway, though, there's your little. Uh, why are we even talking about this series, yo? Let's talk about another series. Uh, I don't that's what I'm moving on to. Okay. Oh, you get mad because we're talking about your team that lost, that got reverse swept. You gotta own up. You gotta you gotta tell the people what happened. They want to know your input. You know. No, they don't. I don't want to. So, moving on to the third round, uh, the semifinals in the NBA. Four teams left, like we said. The Atlanta Hawks, Eric. I had them beating New York and then out in the second round with ease, but they surprised Philly. Ben Simmons, god awful in that series. Didn't do anything to help. His team got five points in game seven. Couldn't shoot a three. And then we got Milwaukee, who came off a surprising win in game seven, Eric, versus the Brooklyn Nets. They take out Katie and James Harden. Yeah. So I was surprised. I thought Brooklyn was the team to beat. No. And Milwaukee uh, might be the might be their year. We'll see, though. And then on the west side, Clippers coming out, beating the Jazz, and then the Suns <clears throat> sweeping the Denver Nuggets. So 
Eric, sorry, voice crack. Uh, Starting the East, Hawks, mm. Milwaukee. Yeah, Eric, I'm gonna. I think this is gonna be Milwaukee in five. Okay. Fine. Honestly, thinking, I don't know how the the only reason the Hawks made it or beat the 76ers is because the 76ers are a joke of a franchise and Ben Simmons is overrated. All right. Mm-hmm. And Joel Embiid just wasn't good enough to carry the team by himself. He was also injured. Don't forget. And he, he was injured. And you think a trio of Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid versus Trey Young in the Hawks would be like five games, four games. But yeah. Ben Simmons cannot show up in the playoffs. Who knows what's going to happen to Ben Simmons? If he's getting traded or not. There was a post I remembered Dwight Howard. He said, like, why is everyone hating on Ben Simmons? You know, it's, you know, let's give him some love. We'll be back stronger next year. And I'm like, yeah, it's easy for you because you're on the team for one year. You know, you haven't been, you haven't been a yeah. fan. You haven't been on the team for six exactly, years, five years. Yeah. You don't know the struggle that that team's been through. Um, mm. So Philadelphia 76ers, pretenders. Hawks beat them in seven. Hawks, Milwaukee. Eric. Milwaukee's just too big. They got better players. They got Giannis. The addition of Drew Holiday makes their team way better. P.J. Tucker, great defender. Mm-hmm. I have them in five. Okay, that's fair. Um, I just think if they're I, the better team, way better. If I, if I had to predict, yeah, I'd probably say uh, Milwaukee in six, five. Uh, I think the Hawks s- got lucky. I'm not, I'm not going to say the Hawks don't deserve to be here, but I think okay. the 76ers just really blew a tire. Fair. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I'm, like when, uh, if Trey Young was in Oklahoma, I really liked him. I really, and then after when he came to the league, I was like, I, I didn't like the way he was playing. He doesn't play defense. He takes really inconsistent. Like his, he's not that efficient. Yep. Uh, he's really small. And like I was like, I don't know if he's gonna be like a super. He, a lot of his numbers were pretty empty, and he wasn't. He wasn't in the playoffs. But this year, got the fifth seed, mm-hmm. and then when he beat New York in the playoffs and showed that he was like clutch like that, I was like, damn, okay, he might be. They might do something here, and then they went on to beat Philly, like. Oh that oh that was a killer. Trey Young did not perform at all in the in, in the game seven. Seventy sixers did it to themselves. Exactly. Kevin Herter actually had a, yeah. the best game on the team. Clint Capello was really good. Uh book uh what's his name? Bogdan uh, uh, Bogdanovich was good. Gallinari. I mean Gallinari. Uh, Gallinari was really good. And um I still you still gotta give credit to Atlanta because they played really well. A lot yep. of people didn't have them winning, but mostly it's Philly that lost this series, mostly. Yeah. Uh, the, the only thing with Philly is if Ben Simmons not if Trey Young is under the basket and Ben Simmons literally running at him like you can't pass just go for the dunk like you're right there like Ben Simmons literally shot four sh- four shots in the game seven like yep. three shots like you can't if you're a su- you can't have five points in a game seven and be a superstar you won't win like that he's not a superstar wa- exactly he's I, not I was watching the game for uh, the Sixers Atlanta, Atlanta uh, game seven. No one could shoot threes on Philly except Seth Curry. No one else. They're, they're, they need, they're down six, and they need a three. Everyone knew the ball was going to Seth Curry. Joel Embiid, he's, he, can sh- he can shoot, but not really. Like, if you need a three, like. What about, to, I didn't watch it. Why, why did it not go to Harris? Because the thing with Harris is, Harris, always, he went for the layup. Like, he was missing a but He couldn't yeah. make a layup at the end. But, like, Tobias Harris is a really good player, but this guy couldn't make a layup. Like, yeah, they so I, don't, so I was like, oh, the ball's going to Seth Curry. But. It's just they're not good. Ben Simmons, okay, he can play defense, right? You can play defense, but and he he did shut down uh, Trey Young. But to be a you can't just have a what's the point of having a def, only a defender? Like at that yeah. point, go get like yeah, PG, like go get like Andre. Like he's getting paid to be 
like uh like a a point guard that can score like get easy buckets like go go get your buckets you're six ten and like you're like that true he should be an incredible defender against point guards but he's like exactly it's kind of but, he's subpar exactly but like he's got to score the you have to score yeah. the ball like you have if you want to be a, if you want to be a superstar you have to score the ball have to show up <laughs> and right? Doc Rivers also he Doc Rivers didn't call him out but um his team did Joel Embiid called him out. Yeah, I, I saw that, but the interview Cryptic asked message. Doc the the interviewer uh asked Doc River and he was like, Oh, can Ben Simmons uh be the the point guard on, on a championship team? And Doc River said, Well, I don't know yet. Like he, he said, I know. And also MB called him out. MB was like, Oh, we Open, missed yeah, yeah. If Why you're under the basket to, yeah. when yeah, you don't pass that, like go for the bucket. And um the thing with uh Philly, they're pretty good the d- defensive team right they have Thibault who's a really mm-hmm. good defender but he can't really score either Ben Simmons is a really good defender but can't score like so you literally just have you have only you only have three players that can score Tobias Harris Seth Curry and Joel Embiid Embiid was injured like when he gets the ball it's mostly ISO Seth Curry is only a spot up shooter and Tobias Harris will go in and if, and if he's not getting his buckets they're not doing well so um well I I feel like we're talking too much about Philly. I feel like well, no, let's move yeah. on. To, well, like, all we want to say is, listen, fuck Philly, figure it out. I mean, yeah, for sure. Ben Simmons, you're six ten, okay, yeah. and you move like a point guard. And you you can defend, but you can't score. Exactly. Yeah. You can't be six ten, and yeah, sure, you're six ten. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be a good defender. You're six ten. You're facing guys who are mm-hmm. six six one, six two. All right. They, yeah. You already outmatched him, and he's shifty. Mm-hmm. He's not like a center; he can move. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So he should be able to be scoring on point guard mm-hmm. mismatch, like get in the paint, uh, get loose around the court, find an open st- uh, uh get open, you know. But um, he can't score, and I don't know. I feel like if you can get a guy, a smaller guy, who can shoot exactly. threes and who, who's a point guard and who can play defense, you know, who'd be great on this team. Um. I mean, Chris Paul, of course, but uh, yeah. Rondo would be great on this Rondo team. Rondo would be good on this team for sure. R- move the ball. Uh, just get a shooter. I know Rondo's not the best shooter, uh, but his basketball IQ is through the roof, and I feel like yeah. him and Embiid would work. But if you can get a, a guy who could shoot threes and dish it and dish it to Embiid, like, that's all you need. Embiid's mm-hmm. a superstar in this league. Exactly. He's Embiid one of the best is, centers. Embiid, as he a center, he has, a he has the most. Yeah, he has he the most. He can take over a game. You don't need everything. to. You don't need to, to separate. You don't need to move the ball so Harris, Simmons, and Embiid all get equal touches, right? It should be Embiid's your superstar, feed him the ball, and then you got a, a reliable point guard who can shoot threes when they're open and dish and whatever, who can score. Yeah. Because if Ben Simmons can't score, Tobias Harris having bad games, Joel Embiid can't do whatever. He can't shoot. He's a center. And the so, only thing with the, the yeah. thing with this team too is, can't forget, this is the trusted process team. This team oh. intentionally tanked Mm-hmm. To get top picks, yeah, and they got Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. They also got like bad players like Jahil Okafor, yeah. New Nor- Orleans Noel. So this, like, you don't trust, like, yeah. I, I, you never like to see a team tank for top picks and then get them right. No one, no one likes to see that team like get rewarded. Like, you don't want, you don't, you, as a sports team, like, you don't want to tank, and they they intentionally tanked. Yeah. So, and it's just something about the franchise, like Philly. They have a pretty, they have a pretty good winning culture, but. Uh, it's just something about like Ben Simmons, like they they talk a lot too. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid talk a lot, and I don't I don't think Ben Simmons has the right mentality to to lead a franchise. And he just yeah, and he's he playing in right Philly. 
plain and exactly. true. Exactly. So Those fans, like, it's not the Utah fans. You exactly. Know? They have bright lights for sure there. Like, they want to win. They're mm-hmm. a big franchise. Mm-hmm. And when your star point guard doesn't show up, I, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I cannot see them saying, we are going into another year with these three, and we're going we're gonna to add role players or whatever, try and make it work. It's not that. It's not the role yeah. players. Mm-hmm. You can fill as many role players. You're still going to lose if Ben exactly, exactly. Is, is playing like that, which is, you know, happened before consistently in the playoffs. Mm. Anyway, anyway, Hawks, Milwaukee. I like the Hawks. Yeah. I like Clint Capella. I think um, he's going to be defending Giannis maybe. Yeah. But – Giannis is good. Their team is just we, too built. We have PJ to talk Tucker about that. can shut shut people down. We have to talk about that Milwaukee team a bit more because like that team is They're well built. To be able to beat the Nets and obviously James Harden didn't perform that. That's because they shut him down. I'll say this: if Milwaukee had Drew Holiday against the Raptors in 2019, Milwaukee would have won that series. Oh yeah, for sure. Drew Holiday is the big. This guy is so underrated. I'm telling you, such yeah. a good defender. He can score in the clutch. But the only thing that's scary about um, Milwaukee that it's kind of is because Giannis is a superstar. For like forty-five minutes of the game, like, yeah. <laughs> in the last three minutes, like you defend Giannis, he's not going to score. Like he needs, he's more of a fast-break player. Like he, yeah. he won't get it done in the clutch because he can't shoot. So you can just clog the paint on. Him. That's why they give it to Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. So that's the only issue with that. But that doesn't matter because Giannis is getting like thirty-five easy yeah. buckets for you, super consistently playing great defense, getting rebounds. So it doesn't really matter, right? Like. And and they're getting it done, right? So if you can build pieces around that, they're able to beat the Nets. Yeah, Obviously, the Nets, the Nets they didn't have Kyrie, though, but still. But wait, but you bring up a good point. Let's look at the Nets, right? What's the, the Nets' biggest um, advantage? Their perimeter shooting, right? Mm-hmm. Trey Young, Gallinari yeah. could shoot threes. I mean, yeah. Milwaukee has seen this before. Mm-hmm. And, and and you try and beat them down low, you're going to have Brooke Lopez, Giannis mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the Hawks are a tall team. They got tall players. Yeah. They got good, strong players. But Milwaukee has this size, this shooting, yeah. the the IQ, the the defense. They're a well built team uh, this year. Milwaukee. Yeah. I'll, I'll be. I watched a bunch of the Atlanta's games. Atlanta, even against New York, like some of these games, like they wouldn't be able to like some like they people like, couldn't make shots. Like yep. it'd go like two minutes and no no oh, team would yeah, make yeah, shots. Yeah. Like I, I I couldn't like like they're not even like. Atlanta couldn't even, like that's that that's not gonna go around with Milwaukee. Like Milwaukee will be on you like the whole game. Like yeah. you have to like that's why I think it's probably gonna go five or six games. And like I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee swept them. Yeah, but either. I'm still giving a chance to Atlanta though. I love this team. Five. So yeah, um, it is yeah Milwaukee I, five for me. I feel like we should praise Kevin Durant had a great series. I great think series. It he was I, I, this close. Oh, from like, ending Milwaukee season. Bro, this guy was at one shoe size smaller. One shoe size smaller, it. and Milwaukee's out. We're talking about Kevin Durant in the next. Exactly. But that's basketball. Yeah. Exactly. It's basketball. And th- this is not diminished Kevin Durant's career because he showed that um, he can, like, I don't know. Oh, this guy, yo, this I don't guy. Know. In, I don't know. Okay, in game, to team okay. up with Harden and Kyrie and lose. Yeah, no, but Kyrie didn't play. Kyrie I know didn't Kyrie play. didn't play, but you and James Harden, you should win. James Harden wasn't doing anything. And that's that's it. The, and that's Kevin Durant was, That's basketball karma. I know, I know, but like Kevin Durant was showing up in the clubs. This guy dropped 49 points in a game five. Game five is like, when it's tied 2-2. That's one of the most important games. And then in game seven drops 48 and comes a clutch. Like, come on. Oh, yes. Like, Kevin Durant is one of maybe the second best player in the NBA. And maybe fair. fighting for first soon. Right? Exactly fair. But the difference between him and LeBron is like, look at what LeBron has done. 
Look at the teams he has carried to the finals. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. On the Cavs. Twice, twice, Eric. He, he know, lost one with them and won one with them. Twice he carried a shit Cavs team to the finals as a, what, was a rookie? Or his, his second year or something? No, like uh, 2007. It, it was like, it was, he was young. He was like third year 20, still. Third year? Okay, so third year. And then Cavs in 2015, 2016, 3-1 comeback. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. And that is greatness. That is yeah. great. Kevin Durant. Listen, you look at his career, he blew a 3-1 lead against Golden State. Yeah. Him and Russell Westbrook. Um, he decides to go to Golden State. Team up with the superstars. He wins a ring, sure. Two rings, two rings. Two rings. He won MVP, but then again, you kind of got to go with an asterisk. Like, yeah, fair. And then this year, he teams up again in Brooklyn, gets Kyrie. They trade for James Harden, and then like I, get, I know Kyrie's out. Kyrie's a big player. He's one of the best point guards, shifty point guards in the league. But for Kevin and for Kevin Durant and James Harden, and you get Blake Griffin, you you, you get all these guys. You have fucking Lamarcus Aldridge at one point. Yeah, but at one you, point you're you, like, this is karma. This, this this is what you deserve. Fair, fair. And, and I think he, they deserved it. Milwaukee was just they, they came out like, and they wanted it more. Yeah, and a lot of years Milwaukee, they, that's what happened in Milwaukee. They they got Milwaukee was supposed to make it far like last three season, and they they didn't make it as far as they wanted. And this year. They made the trade for Drew Holiday. Like they sh- like Giannis like was they tired wanted, of losing. Yeah. Like they wanted a bit more. Um, so I'm happy for Milwaukee. I really don't mind Milwaukee going because I, I I think Milwaukee's probably gonna win it. It's, I would rather gonna... see Milwaukee than the Hawks for sure. Fair, fair, I want to yeah. see Giannis in the finals. Exactly. And I think PJ the addition of PJ Tucker, what he did. It, I mean, Kevin Durant mm. still fucking cooked him, mm-hmm. right? But that's Kevin Durant. We know PJ Tucker's a good defender in this league, mm-hmm. right? So. Mm-hmm. Whoever they decide to put him on, Giannis is a good defender. Brooke Lopez is a good defender. So the size and just the size and the scoring, they just have the better players five on five. And their bench is, I think, better. Would you agree? Their bench? How is their bench? Well, Atlanta's bench is pretty good. I don't know Milwaukee's bench, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but Atlanta's uh, DeAndre Hunter's injured right now, but they actually have a really – like both teams are pretty good. It's going to be a – I'm – I feel like Milwaukee. Oh, they play how, how this, yeah, I Milwaukee think five. five you got Milwaukee in five or six. Five six. I, I don't know. Yeah, probably six. Six. Lock it in. Six. Milwaukee six. So let's go to the Clippers Suns. Eric Suns come off an impressive sweep of the Denver Nuggets. Clippers, as we said, went four in a row. They made it in. Um, I don't know. Kawhi is still injured. It seems like right. I didn't get any news of him playing game one. Did you? I didn't hear anything that he's playing. Uh, I don't think, you, you know, no, the game one already happened. So, um, game one Suns already won. happened. Suns, oh yeah, game one already happened. Sorry, Suns won by like twenty. Uh, Devin Booker got forty points. Yeah. Yeah. So Suns won by twenty. So it's one nothing. Yeah. Suns Clippers. Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Ayton. Well, Chris Paul's not playing right now too? because of uh, COVID. Yeah. Or something. So DeAndre Ayton and Booker take Clippers out in game one. Eric, I don't know when Kawhi's coming back. This is a big law. Like, you're not facing yeah. the Utah Jazz. Yeah, yeah. You're facing the Suns. A much better team this year. Uh, Devin Booker's on fire. Mm. He's going to be on fire for the series. I don't see him slowing down. They need Kawhi Leonard back to beat this team. So I don't know when Kawhi's coming back. If Kawhi comes back game two, I'm taking Clippers in seven. Okay. Kawhi's back for game two. Healthy. And they play game two, whatever. I'm going Clippers seven. The way Paul George is playing, the way Kawhi has been playing, the way the team has uh, kind of flipped it around recently, 
I like the way they're playing. But if Kawhi's out, if Suns go up 2-0, I think it's done. So if Kawhi doesn't show up in game two and it's Suns 2-0, um, I'll take the Suns in seven. Okay, that's fair. I'll be honest, bro. If Chris Ball and Kawhi get to play and the both teams are healthy or both yes. teams are let's just let's just pretend that both of them are healthy game two. Bro, I'm, I going, I'm going Clips and I think I think Suns have a better team than them for sure. I think Suns can win this. Um, Suns are just a actually just okay. It's only only if Chris if Chris Ball plays. They have I believe in Chris Ball so much. Like I think so he's let's, absolute let's, let's, that's what I said. Both, let's just say both of them are healthy next game. Who are you taking? I think Chris Ball is a bit more clutch than Kawhi Leonard. Um, Kawhi Leonard is a very good player. He's very clutch, but Chris Ball, what he does, goes so underrated. This. Yeah, Suns Suns weren't even a playoff. Devin Booker, people were like DeAndre Ayton. They they, they were not yeah, a playoff team. Exactly. Uh, last year, like the last five years since Devin Booker has been in the league, everyone's like, "Oh, your stats don't matter." This guy was averaging twenty six points. No one cared about his stats because his team always sucked. Yeah. No one ever cared about his stats. This season gets Chris Paul in second team in the in the league, yeah. and now he's popping off. He's putting up the same numbers. He's showing up, and he's showing up in the playoffs too. I'll be honest. I know Devin Booker was like that. I knew he, I remember when he dropped 70 points. I was like, damn, they, they lost though. So, yeah, <laughs> but like Devin Booker is, bro, Devin Booker's that guy, like, bro, he, and he's the only thing that I'm kind of scared is that he, he has the, the Kardashian curse on him right now. Cause That's true. We did he is that. dating uh, Ken- Kendall Jenner. Kendall? No, Kendall. Not Kendall. No, yeah. it's um, not Kylie Jenner. No, it's the other one. It's the skinny one. Kendall. Is it Kendall? Then what's the older one? Not Kim, the other one. Chris? Chloe. No. Oh, it's Chloe, yeah. But he's not. He, no, he, not he, Chloe. What's the other one? There's Courtney. Chloe and Cor- Courtney. That's it. Because yeah. we told you, you love the, the Kardashians. <laughs> like, you watch it all the time. So yes, uh, Kendall. He's dating Kendall. Yes, I know who Kendall is. Yeah. So he does have a Kardashian. We'll see. I'm going but, clips in seven. If Kawhi's healthy. If Kawhi's not back, Suns have it in the bag. I'm. I'm going. All I'm saying is Suns are winning if Chris Ball's back. That's all. All I can guarantee. Suns are going to win if if. if uh, because uh, how much like COVID? What is out two weeks? Not ten days, something like that. I, I try to read up on this to know what. I think he he might get, have COVID or like he 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 messed up a COVID protocol. I'm yeah. still not sure, but I I hope he's back. I don't know well, if he's gonna be back. I'm thinking it's Milwaukee Clips in the finals for me. Okay, I'll be honest. If Chris later. Ball, do, yeah, if Chris Ball doesn't come back, I I think Clippers got. Yeah, this Chris in the Paul bag. is definitely because no Chris Paul. I think Paul George in the. Clippers are still better than Devin Booker. Fair. Even and, though he's been, first... been sneakily like he's been pretty good under the really radar. Good. Yeah, and and Sergi Bog, I don't, I don't think it, he's not. He's injured, I think. Yeah, exactly. Sergi Bog hasn't been playing. So and um, playing Ibiza Zubac, fuck. Yeah. Who who's not even that good? And so uh, that could be like a big exploit. Yeah, Aiden yeah, could cook him. Yeah. We'll see. I like Kawhi though. I love Kawhi. If Paul George, I hate Paul George. He's he's so inconsistent. But if he keeps playing yeah. like this. I like the clips. I like the two superstars, how they're playing. Yeah. So me, Milwaukee Clippers, Clippers in seven. Okay. If Kawhi and Chris Paul come back into where that's what, what I'm assuming. I don't, I'm not going to make a prediction if people are in and out of the lineup. So I'm just going to pretend everyone's healthy. Okay. I think it's me, Suns, Suns, Milwaukee. And I think Milwaukee is going to win the chip this year. Yeah. Well, that's for another week. Let's move on into the NHL, Eric, where Montreal and Vegas – are tied somehow, Eric. Two two. Well, and... don't forget for the viewers, we're filming this at five thirty nine. Yeah, so we haven't watched Tuesday the game. Night. So yeah. it is game five. It's two two. 
Tampa, New York, 3-2. It's yeah. like, whatever. 3-2. Tampa killed the Islanders 8-0 yesterday. Take a 3-2 lead. Going back to the Coliseum. But fuck, Eric. Can we talk about the power play situation going on in Vegas and Montreal series? Fucking yeah, Chris yeah. Lee. All right. Oh my God. I did a little research here, okay? Okay, this okay. Was, this made no I sense. I want to hear this. Yeah. So, the power plays right now. Somehow this series is two-two. It should be three-one Montreal headed back to Vegas. That 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 should be a thing. No, you sh- you should. It should be three-one. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. I will tell you. It should be three-one. Okay. Priceland and fluky goal. Whatever. It should be three-one. I'm telling you right now. Look at the power plays. So this might not shock anyway. Vegas has 12 power plays this series through four games. Montreal has seven. And you're, yeah. Oh, it's not that bad. Whatever. Yeah. Five, five power play difference, whatever. But this is also after game four and game five in Montreal. Now, we re- do we remember those games where Chris Lee Wait, was game, refing? Game four, no, game three and game four. Game yeah. three and game four. Though, that was at the Bell Center. Chris Lee's refing. Yeah. Montreal, after those two games, technically they should be leading in the power plays. After those two games, they have to be leading. There was so many missed calls by Chris Lee on the Montreal Canadiens. And you know what another thing is that I've realized? When Vegas is giving power, or when the refs are giving power plays to Montreal, it's split between the periods. They always get their power plays with the dying, like the last minute in the period. They get a power play and it's split. So that way the lead goes, well, at least we we gave them one. Like we gave them, but it's split. People... if you don't understand what split means, is like let's say you get a power play with a minute left in the second. Yeah, it's gonna care. It's gonna split over into the no, third. Oh yeah, I remember, that totally ruins a, a power yeah, play. I remember that. Yeah, you might say like, oh well, no, you still get the power. No, that ruins a power play. A split power play ruins it. Okay, let me tell you the statistics of the Montreal Canadiens scoring off split power plays. Probably nothing. Probably super low. So that's kind of fucked up. So anyway, after Suzuki's getting punched in the face by McNabb. And uh, people are getting bored and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's somehow 12-7 leading Vegas after game three and game four in Montreal. Now, more stats. Here we go. Chris Lee. Eric. He's played the... Uh, he's he's reffing Montreal Canadiens uh, a few times. Chris Lee, when he's reffing the Montreal Canadiens, the Habs penalty minutes, 13.37 penalty minutes. So okay. whatever that... Do the yeah. math. What is that? Yeah. Uh, six power plays, something like six-something. Without... When the Montreal Canadiens, when, when it's a different ref, 11.81. That is a plus 13.18 increase, Eric. Plus 13. Hold on. This is now Chris Lee, rest of the NHL. When Chris Lee's refing other games, right? Not the Montreal Canadiens. When he's refing other games, right? So when, when Lee's refing these games, penalty minutes, 12.157. When um, without Chris Lee, the other teams... Without Chris Lee, when Chris Lee's not refing those same teams or whatever, 12.277. That is a negative 0.98% inc- or decrease. Negative. Okay. You look at Chris Lee refing the Montreal Canadiens when he's not, plus 13.18%. That just puts things into perspective. Hold on. Not done. Chris Lee has refed 100 games with the Montreal Canadiens, Eric. 100. And this is the history of the Montreal Canadiens, right? The history. Yeah. So he's refed 100 with the Montreal Canadiens. Total power play minutes, 13 or 1,337. All right. Wins. Montreal Canadiens have won 36 games only under Chris Lee. So that's a 36% chance of winning, of winning percentage. We don't forget Montreal. Hold on. I'm not done. Not done. Not done. (laughs) So now this is the rest of the Montreal Canadiens games uh, or um, 
this is the yeah this is the rest of the Montreal uh, Canadiens games without Chris Lee. Different ref, different ref. So there's a thousand five hundred and ninety nine games in the history, whatever Montreal Canadiens, the history of their games. Penalty minutes, 18,889 minutes. This is without Chris Lee. Wins, 707. That's a win percentage of 44.22% compared to 36% under Chris Lee. Under Chris Lee. This is 44 without Chris Lee. 44. That's 8% increase without that referee, Eric. Without that referee. Do you know what that means? 44%. That is a mixture of a bunch of NHL refs besides Chris Lee. And then with Chris Lee, Montreal has a 36% chance, 8% chance lowered because one referee, one referee, your head ref, Chris Lee, automatically Montreal, 8% lower winning percentage when he's ref their games. Um. I mean, do I have to talk about the, the power play minutes? Negative 0.98. He's refing the, the rest of the NHL. Plus 13.18 increase in penalty minutes when he's refing the Montreal Canadiens. Gary, you're going to look me straight in the fucking eye and tell me Gary Bettman doesn't want the Vegas Golden Knights to go to the cup final? You're telling me that? It's fucking and the, and the, rigged. You can't look at me and tell me it's not rigged. It is rigged. It is rigged. Did you not see the replay of Chris Lee, Suzuki getting punched? Yeah, Eric, he fun. looks at I, it. I remember that, yeah. Looks at it. Looks to the left. What the fuck is that? To run the clock out? What? Yeah, I know. What is he orchestrating? Yo, it was so stupid. Like he, yo, he's Suzuki Lee gets. Are you talking more Suzuki yeah, so Lee? Yeah. No, no, no. So, then, so no. So he's in front of the net. Making yeah. Have cross checks. Yeah. Him. Suzuki pushes him. Not even a cross yeah. with his. Yeah. Gloves. He just gives like, him a slight him. push. Yeah. McNabb, boom, jab right to the face. Christie, dead eye. He saw the whole thing happen. He's, he saw the whole thing happen. And he gave a penalty to both. Huh? Yeah. No zero penalties. He watched he it happen. A- no, he watched it happen, Eric. The time was um, was like it was near the end of the period. He watched it happen. He looks to the left, like he, he he sees it happen. Looks to the left at the timekeeper for some reason and does this stupid shit to pretty much say run out the clock because it was a stoppage of play, right? With like one or one point something or two point something mm-hmm. seconds. Chris Lee was like, run the fucking clock out. End of the period. There's a certain there's a point where a ref loses control of a series and this is happening with chris lee he's losing control of this vegas montreal series oh but he only reps montreal he only reps montreal no he only reps montreal but he lost control of the 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 game there was too many penalties going on crossed people were getting cross checked hit in the face punched in the face chris lee wasn't calling it what the hell is a penalty what is a penalty at that point? I don't know what it is anymore. Oh, remember that Suzuki like little hook? Remember that? Li- and the hook too? Oh, oh my. my, that was not a hook. So yo. what's a penalty? Yo? No, that wasn't a hook. What? <laughs> I don't even know what a penalty is anymore. Yeah, I know. I just like you. You see Chris Lee do his shit, and it's just you, you want to fucking pour acid in your eyes. Because you know, how many times during the game, there's like a there's a whistle, and you're like, oh, what happened? And it's like you look at the replay, and it's like the dumbest shit. It's like just playoff hockey too, right? Like. If Suzuki like puts his stick up like this and just barely touches the guy, like yes, you know I'm I'm, I'm I'm all for tough guy hockey. Love yeah. that. Love the hits. Love, like exactly. There's a difference between two forwards interfering with each other at center ice a little, right? Yeah. Okay. Give a blind eye to that. That's fine. Two guys uh, knock into each other. You don't call interference. Sure. Um, a little uh, trip or something where a guy falls to his or one knee or something. As long as it's not a defenseman. Sure. Mm. Whatever. And then sure. But in, a punch to the face right in front of the referee. Yeah. Chris, Chris Lee literally had 
had front row seats to this mm-hmm. and didn't call a single thing. So at that point, you lose control of the hockey game. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. What's a penalty? What's not? Like do, the coach has got to be asking. So the players are like, what the hell is going on? I'm all for tough guy. I love the hits, but a board is a board. Cross check is a cross check. Punch in the face is a punch in the face. Like there's that's there's no place for that. And like I know it's playoff hockey, intentions get risen, but call the penalty. Call the penalty. Montreal's getting Nick Suzuki got under McNabb's skin somehow because McNabb cross checked him and punched him in the face. So sure, whatever. Montreal's getting under their skin. As a ref, you should know that they're just trying to get under their skin. You can't just retaliate by punching them back in the face. Yeah. Come on. What is that? And it should be three one. Montreal should have had. Four or five power plays that game, Eric, and they would have okay. scored. They would have scored. You're telling me Montreal goes 0 and 5. Okay, on the but, power but, play? but let's be honest the, the hockey gods were nice to Montreal in that game three with Flurry. You know, hockey yeah. gods were nice. Oh, you want to talk about Green? Oh, you want to talk about the Flurry goal? Yeah, and guess, guess what happened in OT, Eric? Corey Perry slashed to the fucking face. No call. Oh, yeah, bro. You saw that cut the next day? So, oh, so what, before, like, yeah. Imagine if Vegas scored. Imagine. Imagine if Vegas scored in OT. Montreal would have been on fire. Streets would have been on fire. I know, I know. I know. Chris Lee, they would have been, they would have been asking for Chris Lee's head on a pitchfork in Montreal. Okay. If imagine in the NFL, if this shit happened in the NFL, Eric, this ref would have yeah. death threats. Death threats. They would have guys looking for where this guy lives. In the NFL, you don't have this shit. You make a, a fucked up call, you're done. You're not, you're not refing another playoff game or another Super Bowl game if you mess up. You know why, Eric? Because you know what? It all comes down to the money. People bet on NFL games. And if you're going to have a referee who's going to lose control of the game and not make the right calls and put those, mo- and put those bettors' money at jeopardy, the NFL's not going to have that. The NFL wants people to bet on their team. What is the NHL doing, man? Mm-hmm. You think this, this gives a clear picture? You think people are going to want to bet on the NHL when they're seeing shit like this? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Gary Bettman, get it through your head. Sure, you want Vegas to go f- to the finals. It's not worth losing the integrity of the game and 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 losing your betters that make the NHL money. Okay, I don't. Th- I don't. I don't I'm think telling you right conspiracy. now, it's conspiracy. I don't think the conspiracy. I am con- I'm convinced Gary wants the Canadians to lose. He wants his expansion team to win the cup for the first time. He wants it. He wants Vegas to be a hub for t- hockey. He wants a fan base there, so it makes sense that he. Let's be honest. Vegas twenty four. Vegas can win one. Will that happen? I mean, what else can you tell me? This is Gary Bettman, Chris Lee's ear. You better not call a fucking penalty against Vegas. That's that's what he's saying before the game. <laughs> you better not fucking call a penalty against Vegas, or you're fired. You're fired. That's what he said to him. Okay, that's fair. It's either that no. or Chris Lee hates the Montreal Canadiens because last year in the playoffs, Cock and Yemi got a major penalty, five minutes on a routine hit, and that was Chris Lee that made the call and sent them out. So. Outside of that, or Chris Lee should not be refing Montreal games ever again. Because that's what I'm reason, saying. I feel like I don't know where Chris so much- Lee was born, but I'm guessing he was a Toronto Maple Leafs fan growing up, and he was tired of seeing fucking Bellavo and Larry Robinson and all those guys, Ken Dryden, just fucking slap the Leafs around year after year from the 50s to now. Every <laughs> year, my Leafs in the playoffs. Chris Lee and Craig Simpson and everyone else. Oh, I'm going to get them back. I'm oh, going to get them back. Oh, I'm going to let Montreal. Fucking Craig Simpson. You want to talk about Craig Simpson? The color commentator who does the on Sportsnet? That guy's yes, from yes, Toronto. I, I know, that guy's I know, the biggest yeah. Maple Leafs fan known to man. Yeah. And this guy's commenting Montreal Canadiens game. Yeah, because he was, you know why? Because he was 
he did the Toronto Montreal series and fucking Toronto lost, so he was stuck with Montreal. Um, yeah, so I mean, I threw out the stats. I'll say it again: plus thirteen point one eight increase in penalty minutes when Chris Lee's refing Habs versus when Chris Lee's refing other NHL teams. Negative zero point nine eight. I don't think Chris Lee should ever should ref another Montreal game like in the playoffs. Should not ref another game? Should not ref the play? You know what it should be? Players. I don't know how it works, but players and coaching staff should vote or should like write. No, should write down who should ref the playoffs. That's, that's harder though, because no, it's not. It's because now no, because now the refs are going to be um in the, like the refs like the oh a player can be like I'm not going to vote for you or like you know what I mean like. Not all players, you know, like, oh, he gave me a good call. Oh, fuck so him. Do, like, the, uh, do the, the player association. That's what I'm saying. Players association do is the player the association. Best. Let them fucking, uh, uh, let them decide who the refs are going to be. Because they're the ones who played. They're the ones who played with them on the ice. They know how they call. They know when they're shit. They know when they're on their game. Let them, let them vote, not the league. Why? So Gary Bettman can play chess and Chris Lee is ref in Montreal and Vegas. Like, what's that shit? You're telling me. Yeah. Tell me Bill Daly is going to go up to Gary Bettman and be like, well, Gary, Montreal doesn't really like Chris Lee, and Chris Lee doesn't really like Montreal. You think he's no, doing but, that? No. no. but that's the thing. I feel like the media should talk more about this Chris Great Lee idea, situation. Mr. Bettman. Yes, let's get Chris Lee to root. Let's get Chris Lee to have Vegas move on. Yes, they're in their boardroom. Everyone's getting pumped. Vegas, 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 Vegas. But we need more media to talk about this Chris Lee. Like, just to get it out there so, like, the NHL can oh, just. People are, man. Let me tell you about it. The NHL, don't you're telling me the NHL has the NHL knows about this. Oh, yeah. they fucking know how bad Chris Lee is, how bad he was in game three, game four. They know. You don't think, but do you see Gary Bettman pulling him out for game six? I haven't heard any news of Chris Lee not ref in game six. No, zero. He's not, re- he's so not how, ref in game six. I hope he's not. Like, but imagine if he is. I don't know. You're telling me it's not rigged when Gary Bettman is just, yeah, it's fine. Keep him in. You know, at Bell Center with all the Canadians fans when they boom. Yeah, whatever. Keep him in. You know. I don't know. It's like you want to know another thing, Eric. Let me let me give you another stat. Look at this: New York Tampa series. New York Tampa. New York just lost eight nothing. Just lost eight nothing. They gave a lot of power plays to Tampa, right? They gave a lot of power plays to Tampa. But guess what the final marking is? Guess what the final power play? How many power plays each team got? Wait, in the series or in the game? Yeah, in the series. Oh. New York has 21 power plays. Tampa has 22. So you can see a refing staff even in the game of hockey out. Knowing that, yeah, okay, he just got one, whatever. Uh, let's even the game out. But you can't be that lopsided in the playoffs. It's like, only 12 to 7 for Vegas, yeah. but there was eight missed calls between two games for Montreal. They should be and, leading in the category. They should be leading. Vegas has been... Way more undisciplined. Oh yeah, for sure. If you watch the game, Montreal they they play clean hotly. Way more disciplined, yeah. and and I'm glad Montreal's like they've been really disciplined, and they're getting screwed over. They are not getting their calls. They're not. They're getting screwed over. Fuck. They've only given up 12 power plays in four games. Tampa, New York is 21 to 22. This is 12 to seven. Montreal has been disciplined. Yeah, sure. Vegas should have 12 power plays. You know, even though some of them maybe one or two they got you know as a freebie. But Montreal should not have seven. Montreal should have 15, 16. Two games, Eric, they missed calls, major calls, mm-hmm. big calls that could have turned the tide in the game, especially in game four. 
when Montreal would have had more power plays, way more scoring opportunities than a 2-1 game in OT. So you cannot look at me and convince me that there is nothing going on in the NHL offices. You can't tell me there's nothing going on with Gary Bettman interfering in Montreal, Vegas. You can't. You can't. You can't. It's impossible. Um, so Montreal, Vegas, they face tonight. 2-2 series tied. Robin Lehner, Eric, that was a bold move by Peter DeBoer. Puts Lehner in over Flurry after Flurry gave the puck over. It seems like that's the reason he got pulled. But he actually had a good game, Lehner. Oh, really? I just don't think he got tested as much. Don't think he got tested as much as like Montreal led in shots, but they had the power plays and stuff like that. He would have been way more tested. I'm expecting this game, Montreal, to test him way more. And uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Um, it should be 3-1 right now. If Montreal loses, it's a must-win at home. But if they can somehow steal one in Vegas, it would be huge. The team played well. I like how they they've been playing recently. No, for sure. But Montreal it's just playing really well. Yeah, it's just how they play in Vegas. It's so different. It's so different than playing at the Bell Center. So hopefully, you know, they they were overwhelmed in game one. Like I said, they came out of game two, played well. Game three, game four, Montreal. So game five, they got to play like they did in game two. You know, uh, watch the points. Don't give up so many opportunities in the slots. And watch the cycle game. Watch the cycle game because Vegas loves to cycle that puck. So watch the cycle game. And Carey Price will play himself, as always. So, yeah. Chris Lee. Fuck Chris Lee. Hot sauce sports. Hashtag hot sauce sports. Fuck Chris Lee. Anyway, though, that has been another episode of the Stibben Zang Show. Next week... We will have the Stanley Cup Finals determined and the NBA. Uh, no, Yo, not the NBA Finals. A but lot can change Cup. in a week, huh? A lot Stanley Cup Finals will be determined next week. We'll be talking about the matchup. Hopefully, it's Montreal. Make it to the Stanley Cup. So, um, thanks again for listening to the Stephen Zang Show, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Peace out. Peace out.